Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Dish with Pepper with me, Pepper Persley. So, some changes for this episode. I've got producer dad joining me. What's um, up, everybody? <laughs> just to ask me some questions so you guys can kind of get my opinion on everything going on in the WNBA Finals and everything that I've been doing. So, I'll turn it over to you. All right. Well, I, I think we should really start with what happened and what you did last weekend, which was you got to work again for ESPN. A little bit different than the Little League World Series and, and the Little League Classic. Um, you got to do an NFL game. You were animated. You were part of the Toy Story Fun Day broadcast. What was that experience like? Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. And thank you to everybody who made that happen. I'll talk a little bit more about the behind the scenes of our broadcast like that, but it's crazy. Um, first of all, it was my first time being at the like the big ESPN studios in Bristol, Connecticut, so that was a big deal. Our ride there was pretty rainy, if anybody uh, lives where it was like pouring. Um, so other than that, I think the whole trip was great. You know, I got to be in a motion capture suit, um, which is basically like wearing leggings and a long sleeve shirt, if you can imagine that. Just plus, they have a thing on your head, and basically it's like a helmet with a phone attached to it just to capture your face um and all that technology is really cool and still very advanced so being able to be a part of that um I think and getting used to that was really cool um and it wasn't actually super uncomfortable which a lot of people have asked me like is it really uncomfortable does it hurt like not really actually um and I think that's great because obviously being animated isn't the easiest thing to do (laughs) from a technological standpoint so it being able to be comfortable for everybody who's being animated I think is super cool um, yeah, and back to being animated itself, like, I love my animated character, I did get to have some input on it, which I think was super cool, um, and I, I mean, nobody else really gets to see them animated, like, I think it's something that I will never forget, and it was a really cool experience just seeing myself on a big TV screen in animated form, it was really cool, and seeing my name up there, Pepper Persley is from reporter, um, yeah, I think that's super cool. I think being able to work with um, Booger and Drew on the broadcast, they were amazing. Um, You know, being in a mocap suit, it definitely takes you out of your element. You're not being seen on camera necessarily the way you think you are. And they did a great job, I think, calling the game in a way that makes it open for kids, which was really cool about the broadcast. Being in the Toy Story world in Andy's room, it it was a great way to open doors for kids to be able to learn more about football. I think those two did a great job of making that really easy. Um, And they were even, like, technological difficulties at the beginning, and we kind of pushed through that. Um, which was really cool. And yeah, and all the producers, all the directors, everybody making the animation, shout out to them again, because like, for regular broadcasts, do we need everybody behind the scenes? Absolutely. But to make everybody animated and to put the football game on a carpet in an animated room, in an animated world, is incredible. Like, I don't even, don't even ask me about the, how that works, because I don't even understand. (laughs) Um, And the broadcast itself was amazing, Um, I think. I know I had, it was amazing because I knew a lot of people were watching, um, and a lot of my friends were able to watch it, which is really cool, too. A lot of them had little siblings who, like, love me, which is also really cool. I love being able to be a role model. It means a lot to me. Um, yeah, I think the whole process, I mean, I would love to do it again, and it was really cool. Yeah, it seems like there was a really great response. So many people um, that we know, like you mentioned, watched it. A lot of other people checked it out, um, really pot like. I, it seemed as if it was it was really positively 
received. So that yeah. must feel pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, I I love the idea in general. I mean, sports being animated is like bringing film and sports together, which I think is two big pieces of the entertainment world, and I think that's really cool. And I'm so glad it was received well um, because I think it's so important that kids are able to understand and play sports because we know from so many, like, doctors will tell you this, like, sports has so many positive benefits for kids and broadcasting being a way for us to, like, kind of bring them into sports, I think that's something that's really important to me. So I love that it was received well, and I really hope that a lot of kids were able to appreciate it. I think it's still on Disney+, Plus, so are able to appreciate it. Yeah, 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 and it was also on a ES- condensed yeah. version on, on the Disney Channel. Oh, which yeah, is, yeah. Which that's is really, really cool. cool. So here's a question for you before we move on. What do you think should be the next sport and animated show or movie that they do? Right. Because they did the Big City Greens, Greens, well, right? Yeah. And then Toy Story and, and uh, with the NFL. Um, what do you think should be next? All right. Are we going just Disney Pixar or can I do Disney too? You could do anything. Okay. So obviously I think the next two like biggest professional sports – basketball and baseball, which are the sports that I play. I play softball, but basketball and softball are my main two sports, so I think I would absolutely love that. Um, staying in the Disney Pixar world, one, and this is something that you'd said when I was, we were talking about this before, but, like, The Incredibles. I feel like that would be so cool because a lot of people, like, like athletes are their role models, mm-hmm. so seeing them as actual superheroes, that would be kind of cool. I feel like mm-hmm. I was picturing that. Um, and then... Also, I mean, this was, like, my favorite childhood show growing up, Doc McStuffins. Um, so, sticking in the Disney world, that was probably my favorite. And Booger actually was saying during the broadcast that my character kind of looked like her. And I was like, that's really cool. Um, so, I think that would really be really cool. And then another thing I thought about, just because I think the animation is so cool, is a movie like Inside Out. Mm-hmm. I know there's a sequel coming out, too. So, that would be kind of perfect. Yeah. So, any of those with baseball or basketball. Honestly, any sport. I think it's important for kids to get to know. But that's just what comes to mind. And that's a great question. I think it's... I mean, there's a lot of combinations you could do for this. And I think it's a really great idea. And I'd love to do it again. All right. Sounds good. We're going to turn the table now. Oh. To... One of your areas of expertise, the WNBA. All right. And talk about the WNBA finals. They start today. We have the Aces and the Liberty. Just give us some some of your initial thoughts before we go into some specific topics. Right. Well, first off, I'm super excited to be able to cover the finals in person when they're in New York, you know, flying all around the country during the middle of the school year. So I'm glad it's in my hometown. Um, that's really exciting for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest headline is that it's the two teams that a lot of people, even before the season, at the beginning of the season, were thinking would be, like, the perfect um, finals matchup. And here we are, Aces Liberty. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's really exciting. You know, they were the two best teams in the standings. Um, We've got the MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Sixth Player of the Year, all in the same game. So that's really cool. Um, And just for the Aces, obviously, they're looking to repeat, which hasn't been done in the W for a while. Um, And so that's... In, like, more than 20 years, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that would be, like, incredible. Um, And for... The city of New York City, the w, for the for their WNBA team, who's been a team in the city for 27 seasons now, um, for them to get their first WNBA title would be incredible. I know you've been a fan since they started, so anything you'd yes. like to say on that, yeah? I would say that the fans have been very, very loyal. 
We have gone to the Garden. We've gone to Radio City. They played a game at the USTA Center. Um, played in Newark for for a bit, and then Westchester. Finally, hopefully, long time home at 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 Barclays. Um, so Liberty fans have been all over the place. We've seen a lot. Um, last few years have 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 really given us a lot of hope, and this season has energized the fan base in, in ways I haven't seen since Teaspoon and, <laughs> and and Rebecca Lobo were were holding it down. So it's it's exciting to bring so that they brought all of this to New York City and, and specifically um, Brooklyn and, and Barclays Center. So yeah. let's 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 see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited. Obviously, I haven't been watching the Liberty for as long, but you've brought, been bringing me to games since I was as young as possible, basically. Yeah, so much, I've much. been a Liberty fan. And I've This is and obviously in my city for a really long time. So, I mean, I think, and also, you know, being able to watch the fan base grow, kind of like, because it was at a point where I was genuinely like, what is going on? Like, maybe seven or eight, like, why are not pe- more people not paying attention to the WNBA? And that's kind of what has driven my work so mm-hmm. far um, to the point where they're selling out stadiums. Sta- like, they're selling out stadiums, like, pretty consistently. And being able to hear, I mean, be- before and after Stewie's won the MVP chance, like, and all this stuff, I think the fan base growing is so good for the league um, and so good for the city as well because we've got so many professional sports teams. So I'm so glad people are showing up and showing out for the Liberty. Yeah. So let's get to some specific topics that I know you wanted to, to touch on. Um, topic number one, the impact of Benai Jelani, something to look like. These are the things that you think we should all be looking out for right. in the final. So topic number one, the impact of, of Benai Jelani. You want to talk a little bit about, about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think... A lot of people have said this, but she doesn't necessarily get the respect she deserves, obviously, on this. They have such a star-studded lineup, so nobody's going to get, like, equal respect, obviously. Um, but she's been playing for the Liberty, obviously. She didn't come in this season. And I think during the playoffs, we've just seen her on offense and on defense especially um, just bring it, like, a different intensity, a different energy, a different fire. She's already been playing with fire, so it's, like, <laughs> it's so crazy to be able to see that difference. 17 points she's averaging um, during the playoffs, obviously, and still guarding the other team's, you know, best, like, wing guard. Um, So that'll be exciting. I'm curious to see who she matches up against because I feel like watching the other times the Liberty and Aces have played, it kind of changes during the game. So I'm curious for those starter out on if it depends on who's hot um, for the Aces because they've got a lot of guard power too. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to see who starts, who she starts out on obviously, because whoever that is, she will make an impact on, you know, their rhythm. So I think she's been playing amazing. So somebody to definitely look out for. Okay. Um, and then, I know you wanted to touch on Asia Wilson. Yeah. I mean, Asia Wilson, what more can you say? She's just a dominant force on the inside and there's not much you can do to stop her. Um, defensive player of the year, so obviously we'll see how that affects Stewie. Obviously, Stewie MVP. She, they can both take control. So I really, I think that's also matchup to look out for. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Asia, this whole season, obviously in the MVP conversation. I mean, every season I feel like we've seen her improve. And last season I was like, how is she going to get better? And this season I'm like, oh my gosh, she's better again. <laughs> um, and it's kind of crazy, right? Just looking at 
some of these stats, um, 60% from the field. I mean, that that's kind of incredible, just being that consistent, shooting that well. Yeah, which the, you know, the playoffs have been, she's just taking it to another level. Right, exactly. Yeah. Playoff Asia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, even though, you know, in the, their past matchups, like I was saying, the Stewie has played her tough. I'm just, like, curious, like, is this going to be, like, a math equation? Are they going to cancel each other out? Like, what's going to happen? Um, so I think that's a matchup to look to look out for in Asia, just how dominant can she be? All right. Okay. Um, there are two former W players coaching as head coaches and going up against each other for the first time in the history of this league. Why is that so important? Right. I think it's so important to have representation in coaching because um, we talk about players a lot a lot all the time, um, but there are also so many other positions in sports, in professional sports, obviously, you've got the front office, you've got referees, but we're talking about coaches, right? And I think the fact that both of them played in the W gives them, A, a different kind of experience, something different to share with the players, which is probably part of the reason why they made it this far. They've been in their shoes. Um, I think I've been to practices for both of those coaches, and Mm -hmm. that is definitely something that kind of shines through, the fact that they know what they're going through, and that is a different perspective than a coach who didn't play in the WNBA, didn't play professional sports, but kind of have. I think it's just amazing for the league as well, because this is kind of what they're talking about. Like, they want people to know that WNBA players are – they can make an impact on and off the court. And we see these coaches, obviously, Sandy's won champion championship before, Becky has now. Um, and so they're both talented coaches, as we've seen, and they've made it this far. I think it's really cool to see them go head-to-head. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and I mean, you and watched I, Becky I, play, right? I, I saw both of them play. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and then I think one of the things that, that I had forgotten is um, – Coach Rondella also coached. Yeah, she was. Yeah, um, yeah. Coach, um, Hammond. Coach Hammond at some point too, and that's really cool. Yeah, that's very cool. All right, another player that I know you wanted to focus on, former MVP, one of the first people you ever interviewed. Actually. Right. Yeah, that's true. John Quell Jones. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I feel like this season has been a big adjustment for her and a roller coaster ride. Obviously, after All Star break, she's been pretty much going up um, in terms of, like, improvement on the court. And I think that there's so she can bring so much to the game, especially from a rebounding, uh, rebounding standpoint. Obviously, um, six double-doubles. She's just a force down In low. the playoffs. In the playoffs, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's averaging 13 boards a game, which is incredible. Um, and 16.5 points per game in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and... I mean, that's just a crazy stat line in general. <laughs> um, and I think she is going to bring such an impact. Obviously, they don't have Candace. Kia Stokes has been holding it down. But I want to see how how much of an impact, you know, they're going to have on each other. And I think John Quell will be really important in this game because rebounding is always important. You always want to re- win the rebounding battle. And she is such an important force for the Liberty from that standpoint. And if she can stay out of foul trouble. Right. You know that that's someone you have to worry about offensively, right? And she can spread the. It's not just down exactly, low, right? Right. She can, she hit threes. can step out, yeah. Um, and then the last topic, the benches. Mm-hmm. We have seen. I know that we have seen in the five games that they've played against each other. I know four in the standings and one oh, in the commissioner's, commissioner's cup. cup. Um, we've seen the, the we, we've seen the benches have an impact. Um. You know, I think about 
someone like Maureen Johannes having a huge impact in the Commissioner's Cup game, you know, specifically. So um, tell us about, like, why you want us to be focusing on on the benches and, and, and right. looking out for the, the, the bench production during the, the finals. Right, absolutely. Well, I feel like, especially with these two teams, their benches get lost. Having that super team title, people are more focused on the starting five than anything else. Um, I think, first of all, you've got sixth player of the year, Alicia Clark, for the Aces. I mean... I honestly, like, she would start on most other teams in the league, so her coming off the bench is definitely something different for her. And I think she handled amazing, obviously, sixth player of the year, as I said. Um, so she's someone who can just come off the bench. She's, like, a 3 and D type player, and I think she definitely makes an impact for that team. Um, also someone like Kayla Thornton for the Liberty. You mentioned Marine Johannes, obviously. Because um, she's just, like, a dog. She'll go out there. You tell her to do something. Like, I love the saying, like, you tell her to run through wall, like, how fast? Or something <laughs> like that. Like, I feel like she's that type of player. She'll get on the floor, you know? She'll do all of that kind of stuff. So I think the bench is definitely something to look out for for both of these teams just to see. Obviously, the starters can't play the whole game. I mean, they can, but it's important for them to be able to get rest because this is a whole series. So I think definitely pay attention to the impact that the bench have, the bench will have on this game too. I'm just curious. Do you think one of these players might impact or, or be like one of the deciding factors in one of these games coming up? Hmm. I mean, I think you mentioned Marine Johannes and what she did in the Commissioner's Cup, and I feel like as a player, um, she's obviously her biggest talent is probably the three-point shooting. I think if someone can get hot from behind the arc, I mean, it's three points. It makes such more of an impact. I think if she gets hot, that would be a a big difference for the Liberty. And also, same thing with AC, Um, obviously a really good three-point shooter. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, I know you want everyone to be checking out the finals. Tell everyone why else they should be watching the WNBA finals between the Aces and Liberty to wrap up our show today. Yeah, absolutely. I think the WNBA is bigger and better. Um, It's growing each season. I think these two teams especially, when we've seen them play each other before, it's just so exciting. Like, it's must-watch TV, especially with these two teams. They match up so well. One and two in the standings, obviously, you've got, like I said before, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Sixth Player of the Year. There's so many stuff. There's so much stuff going on in this game, and I just feel like it's going to be so entertaining. I'm so excited. Um, I know some of these games are going to be past my bedtime, so will you let me stay up? Absolutely. Okay, great. Um, Yeah, and I think... They're going to be on ABC and ESPN, so easy to access. Um, and, yeah, it's just must-watch TV. These are the two best teams in the WNBA this season, so make sure to tune in. All right. You heard it from Pep. <laughs> Take us out, Pep. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you all for listening. Definitely check out the WNBA Finals. Um, as always, you can find me on Instagram at Pepper Persley and on TikTok at Pepper Persley as well. Shout-out to Producer Dad for joining me today. Um, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it was just so much fun. Thank you for listening.